0: Hello and welcome to the message number 25. This is a great one and it is the seventh in our series on values. This one is based on positivity and it's entitled, You Are More Positive Than You Think. Based on John chapter 4. I hope you stay encouraged and be blessed. My name is Daniel and I am the vicar here at Holy Cross and over the last few weeks we've been going through a set of values and I've been looking at internal values such as rhythm, hiddenness, politeness, kindness um, and composure. I've been recently starting to look at more external values and um, last week we had a great words there in our in our family service on adventure today I would like us to look at the value of positivity and my talk is entitled you are more positive than you think you are more positive than you think sometimes we think to ourselves or oh, it could be just me but sometimes we think surely God cannot use me But God does not consult our past, or the sins that he has forgiven, to define our future. He looks to us through what Jesus did on the cross, dying and rising again. And with that in mind, we have a bright and positive future. Our job is to trust that, as St. Anselm once said, I believe so I can understand. Let us be positive even though we don't always understand what is happening in our lives at the moment. The passage today is a beautiful passage, a long passage as you've, uh, you've gathered, in the Gospel of John. A gospel filled with vibrance and overflow. He really wants to emphasise how much Jesus is for us and through this passage you can see a golden thread of ways where Jesus is calling us to be positive despite our circumstances. Jesus at the well with the lady who was probably not of the best reputation in a place which was not the best place, being Samaria, being like the West Bank, Palestine, being an area where Jews don't normally go, we see Jesus giving a message of great life, hope, and a sense of inclusion. So what do we learn for us here in Finland today about how to be positive, more positive than we think? The first thing we should do is what we, we should learn that what we hear makes a difference to our outlook in life. Jesus said to this woman, I am the living water. I will give you a well that springs up over and over. I am the saviour. I am your friend. Now we can choose to hear that, or we can choose to ignore it. The woman chose to hear it. There's a parallel. If you look through the scriptures, there's always parallels to the Gospels on how to be positive despite the circumstances. There was a king called David. He was ostracised from his kingdom by his son Absalom. And there was a man called Shimei. Don't get many people baptised Shimei these days. But Shimei was throwing rocks at King David. Throwing rubble at the 300 or so brave men that went with David. And he was saying, you're rubbish. You're useless. You're of no use. Go away. You're a reject. Joab. David's law advisor said, shall I go and cut his head off? Don't hear that in the junior church either. But David said, no. We're going to keep on walking. We're going to keep on focusing. And we're going to just ignore what he is saying. It's surprising that when we stop listening to all the Twitter, the news constantly in our ears, and listen to what God says about us, that we see a difference in the way we act and how positive we can be. I am the gate, I am the way, I am your resurrection. What you hear makes a difference. I wonder what you're listening to today. Another way in which we grow in being positive, more positive than we think, is looking and saying the right things. What we say makes a difference. I don't know if you're like me, but I am an external processor. And so it's probably easier if you're an introvert like my wife. But even so, whether you're an external processor, an extrovert or an introvert, we say things. We say things negative things or we say things aren't going well or it's a bad day or Newcastle lost to Man United yes yes but we can zip that up can't we we have a choice, we don't need to say that we can say good things this woman wasn't any woman as I have um, inferred already she was someone who should not be talking to a rabbi on her own Firstly, Samaritan. Samaritans were um, a, a group of people from 700 BC. Uh, the king of Assyria um, they, um, married Jews with Gentiles to create the Samaritans. And so the Samaritans in themselves were not liked by the Gentiles because they were mixed race with the Jews. And the Jews did not like them because they were a mixed race with the Gentiles. Also... For a rabbi to be seen with a woman in those days was not a good thing. Another reason is because she was getting her water at the middle of the day in the hottest time. She was probably not of the best reputation. I'll leave your imagination to work out what possibly role that she could have had in society then. But that did not stop her from saying to Jesus... Give me that water. Jesus was saying to the woman, did we not hear just now, give me the water from the well. And Jesus then was in a dialogue with this woman and saying, if you ask for water from me, you will not need to come back here because streams of living water will flow from within you. What you say makes a difference. Jesus I know my life may not be as good as I would like it to be, but give me that water. A parallel to this, as we see in the scriptures, is Peter. Peter opened his mouth and said the most terrible things, the most stupid things. But this is the thing which I want to say to you and I today. You may have been like that, but you can say good things like Peter did in the end. Peter, as we know in the scriptures, He said that you are the Messiah. Peter was the one who stood on Pentecost Sunday and preached the gospel, even though he denied Jesus three times. You may have denied Jesus. You may have gone the wrong way. You may have thought bad thoughts about yourself and said bad things about yourself and others. But Jesus says you can change. What you say makes a difference. I was at... Andrew Shipson's church at All Saints. If you've ever been to All Saints in, in gossip. it's very nice, very delightful. And I remember sharing a passage there, and I've just preached my heart out. You can see it on YouTube if you like. But I remember coming home feeling really tired. And we can, can't we? We can feel tired. And it's human to feel tired. And it's human to feel dejected. It's human to feel like I've got nothing left unspent. But even then, let us not deny in the darkness what we've proclaimed in the light. When I looked at the video after feeling so dejected and tired, I thought, "Gosh, is that me on that video? Doesn't it feel like me." Sometimes our feelings have to follow. Our faith. You say, despite how I feel, I'm going to remain positive. I'm going to remain alert to God, even though I feel broken. What you hear makes a difference. What you say makes a difference, and what you think makes a difference to how positive you are. Jesus doesn't mind us thinking confusing thoughts. Sometimes we, I've had people say to me, was Jesus someone who was like a, an alien who came from space? I don't mind when people uh, start off with random thoughts about Jesus. Or maybe you can sometimes think, Jesus, where are you? Where are you in the midst of the, uh, the, the, the boat crisis uh, from, from England to France? Where are you with all the asylum seekers? Where are you when it comes to the wars in, in Yemen or in, in Ukraine? Where are you when you see so much brokenness? It feels like you don't care. This woman asked Jesus questions. She asked questions such as, well, this is Jacob's well. She understood this was Jacob's well. This was the area where Jacob would have settled. This is now, if you want to look this up, this is a, um, a, a wonderful um, um, I, I guess, well for the Orthodox Church. Over in, near Palestine. I think that you're a prophet. We kind of have a connection with you. And she was working this out. Never give up on Jesus. That's what I say. I say to myself, I say to you, never give up on him. He's elusive sometimes. He can be closer than your closest friend, he can feel far away. But he is your friend. Keep thinking and working out what it is to be a follower of him. Barnabas was a great believer in the scriptures. He never gave up on God when Paul gave up on people. He, Paul in the, in the Bible gave up on someone called Mark. He was the one who wrote the gospel of Mark, but he went the other way. Barnum said, no, 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 think where he started in Mark. He's a good man. Paul said, no, no, anything to do with him. He's let us down. But fortunately, Paul came to his senses and said, bring Mark. He is a good man. I was with Robert Lawrence the other day, a vicar over in Heaton. And he was reminding me of something which I've probably reminded you before, is think about your journey with Jesus. Think where it started. It may have started when you were a one. It may have started when you were five, ten. Think where it started. And think how far you've come along. Yes, there's been highs and lows. There's been marriages and deaths. There's been happinesses and losses. But notice God has never left you. What you think about affects your positivity. You are more positive, though, than you think. This woman is at the well. She's excited. And now she runs. She runs like an evangelist. She runs like a 100-meter sprint runner that's, that's never, ever, ever been seen in the scriptures before. And Jesus would have been so like surprised at her response, because she left Jesus and just went. And Jesus was saying, "Well, hang on, I've got other things, and it's too late." She's gone. Because she believed and she wanted to tell others how good this Jesus is. Jesus then says to his disciples, do you not see the harvest around you? Do you not see how many people would want to follow God if they were given the opportunity to hear, to believe? We sometimes make it so hard don't we we sometimes think it's too it's too difficult for people to come to know jesus i remember i've shared with you before how my friends sometimes thought it was too hard for me to become a christian but what you believe makes a difference we heard from chris moses moses is an incredible man but he was a murderer He was an incredible man, but he stuttered. He couldn't say, he could never do a speech. He had to get Aaron to do all his speeches for him. Moses was a humble man, but he was angry. God works in our mess. We sometimes think we have to have him perfect. But to believe is to have what I call a tripping up perseverance. A tripping up, I don't know if, if you understand what I mean, but tripping up, perseverance. what I mean is, if you try to, like me, lose a little bit of weight at the beginning of, of Lent. I know it's, that's not the reason for Lent to, 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 uh, to, to go on a diet. If you've been like me and you've made 15 days of mistakes, that's okay. You can still try again. This is what belief really is. It's not saying, I've failed, I've given up but it's a tripping up perseverance. Keep on trying, if you believe, we can see amazing things happen. I'm reminded, and when we looked in the news the whole of this week, the whole thing of the asylum seekers and the comments about what Gary Lineker or what other people have said, you may have different views on this, But one thing that really triggered in my mind this week is we sometimes, as Christians, can blindly walk through life without thinking or believing what God is saying to us. We walk and sleepwalk through life. Jesus, in this passage, is trying to wake us up and say to us, believe. Believe like Moses. Believe like this woman at the well. Believe. It is simple as a child can do. And it is as difficult as a monk who is in a monastery who's trying to work this out. But still do it. Still believe. What you believe makes a difference to how positive you are. My final point here today at Holy Cross is what you do makes a difference to your positivity. What you do. Because it's very easy, easy to think, to see, to say, to believe. But the light switching moments, the moment where all of this turns into real positivity, real life, is when we do something with it. The way the woman brought these men back. Not just women, but men. Men always said, we don't have nothing to do with you. We know your reputation. We know that you are not the type of person that really a rabbi would hang out with. But because she shared her inept words, her lack of theology, her her just brush way of, of saying things like this is the savior of the world, people came. Go share, go bring people. It doesn't matter if they don't come, go and share. I love our Sadie. Our Sadie coming back from, uh, from hospital, from, from respite. And when she came to the double L's, everyone's spirits were lifted. All she did was smile and come into the room, 98 lady, year old lady. All she did was share a few words, but everyone's spirits were lifted surprising what you do what can what, what can make a great difference to other people's lives coming to the land with this i was with my son yesterday and uh they were playing well at football but one lad was not doing so well uh he come from sweden and his dad was speaking in swedish and um it sort of lifted his spirits and i said what did you say in swedish to lift his spirits and he simply said even though you're playing rubbish even though you can't kick the ball for toffee you can still run I thought, well it's much more eloquent in Swedish the same with us you may feel you're not the best evangelist the best theologian, the best prayer but you can still run for God you can still walk with him And if you can't run, if you can't walk I end with this a man called Nick Vujicic. Nick Vujicic has got no hands, no arms, no legs, but he surfs. He loves Jesus and people hug him. And he tells them, even though I have no legs, no arms, I still think positive things about Jesus. I still believe positive things. I still say positive things and I still act this beautiful faith even though it's hard so stay deeply encouraged today you are more positive than you think amen hey that was really encouraging wasn't it i hope that gives you soup for the soul for the journey ahead Why don't you with me say that 2,000 year prayer, the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. And all God's people said, Amen.